Welcome, everybody, to Today in Space. I am, as always, your space science podcast host from the East Coast, Alex Giorfanos. Today, we're going to be starting a new segment. And most of the time on this space science podcast, we talk about space and science and engineering and the different aspects of how you get something to space and how you get to do this long term. We followed SpaceX through all the years of reusability. And over the years, we've been talking to other human beings who work in STEM or in space in some way. And one thing that we've found over the years is that as as nerdy and as scientific and as robotic as scientists and engineers can be, at the end of the day, we are all human beings. And, you know, engineers typically, you know, as, as that's my background, degree in aerospace engineering, worked in manufacturing for a while. And then now I work in, I guess I still work in manufacturing, I work in 3D printing and technology. And as smart as we can be, we do all these things to get ourselves into a great place to be able to do work. A lot of the times engineers and scientists will push themselves, give themselves really bad fuel like sugar and and things that are just not great for them. We are in a human vessel. So we are human beings. We've got to learn about what it means to be a human being because if we can be at peak human capability, we're going to be able to do the best science, work the best with other human beings. And so this is going to be called the human factor. And it's a really important part of the world and science and and space. It is about the human being at the end of the day. So let's talk about being a human being. So this is a journey to wellness, and we've got a lot of things that we're going to talk about throughout this segment. I would love to have people on that are smarter than me. Biology, not my best subject. (laughs) Not my best subject. So I am not an expert here. I will be pulling up research papers over time as we talk about different aspects of human life. We're going to use science as a guided way to make science-based decisions towards our own wellness. There's a lot of different resources out there and podcasts of people who are actual experts. So I would love to have interviews with those people on this podcast. This week, I'm going to share a little bit about my wellness journey to kind of capture what it is that we're going to be talking about here. And on this episode is caffeine, because that is one of the things uh, that while it is extremely valuable to me, I am trying to find a balance with it. And that is actually a perfect segue. One of the things, like we're talking about, caffeine is this topic for this episode and the human factor. I drink it all day long. And it's a lot of coffee. You know, I've I've gotten to the point where I'm basically making it at home and bringing it in a giant thermos every single day. Hot, uh, I do right now. I've got uh, cream and sugar in there. We'll talk more about that on the wellness journey uh, after that. But I have really been looking to change up my caffeine intake. I don't like how high my heart rate is at rest. It's not super high, but it's higher than I'd like it to be. I also have a lot of anxiety and uh, or, and this is part of the human factor. I deal with managing my anxiety and I think it's increased over the years. And the caffeine, especially over-caffeinating myself, does not help me in that area. And a lot of my wellness journey is around stress, but we'll, we'll get to that um, another time. <laughs> Our sponsor, Magic Mind, is made by folks 
who also, caffeine was a huge part of their life. The creator of Magic Mind, James Bashara, um, has a story where he went to the ER, was diagnosed with a heart condition, um, and ended up making this blend. And this blend is filled. Uh, it's called the Productivity Shot. It's subtly sweet. It's a boost energy and focus. Uh, it's able to crush procrastination and elevate mental clarity with 12 magical ingredients. And if you want to learn more about what's in there, go to magicmind.com slash science. But it's meant to either supplement your caffeine intake, like what I'm doing right now, which is I'm using it in tandem with my with my coffee. And I found that I've already, after about uh, just over a week of using Magic Mind, I have gone from drinking, let's see, close to like eight cups of coffee throughout the day. And now I am down to three or four, which is a huge drastic improvement. And I'm finding that later in the day, I don't need it as much thanks to Magic Mind. And one of the things that I love, and it's part of this whole creative process for this podcast, is getting into a flow state. And this is designed specifically for that. Uh, Their line is do more and stress less. So Magic Mind's productivity shot has been amazing for me. If you are looking to jump on that same bandwagon, you're looking for something for a little bit more steady energy throughout the day, if you're trying to get things done, if you're finding yourself... Uh, sluggish or you're having a struggle keeping the energy throughout the whole day, maybe you've got long days. I mean, look, I, I work a day job as an engineer and I come back and, and work on this podcast throughout the week. I, we film it, we ideate every episode, we, we edit it, we post it online. You know, this Magic Mind is becoming a huge part of the factor for me. So for focus, uh, the ingredients here, for focus, there's phosphatidylsirene, lion's mane mushroom, bacopa monieri, and cytocholine. Cytocholine, again, like I said, biology, not my top subject. For energy, there's ceremonial matcha, cordyceps mushroom, rhodiola rosea, B2, B3, and B12 vitamins. And for stress, there's ashwagandha, L-theanine, and turmeric. The amazing thing is a lot of these things, as I've been learning about stress and the human factor of the things that I need. I have probably four or five different things that get me maybe 50% of this combination. With Magic Mind, it's in this one shot. I chill it and have it in the morning with my coffee. And it's it's really amazing. And you know, you'd be worried about the flavor with the matcha, not a problem. And it stacks with every day of use. So um, you actually get more and more of the benefits every single day that you use it. Today in Space 20 is our code for 20% off, and the awesome thing is you can stack this. So you can actually go to magicmind.com slash todayinspace, go do the subscription, and that will send it out. You'll get a discount there. Then tack on the 20% with Today in Space 20, and you're at 56% off on the full subscription. 276 a bottle. That's less than a coffee a day if you're buying out every day waiting in a drive-thru you can start your morning quick with magic mind so we're very excited to have them as a sponsor we're excited to be working with them and i'm really shocked with how it's changed my caffeine intake so to take you into it i'm making about 12 to 14 cups of coffee in a carafe 
I am taking whole beans and I'm crushing them up. I've even started moving towards a coffee that doesn't have mold. There's a process that that allows it to be mold-free because I found that coffee was just getting very acidic and this brand seems to be working really well for me. But again, drinking six to eight cups of coffee a day and always kind of feeling dehydrated. I've been doing better with hydration, but with this Magic Mind combination, what I'm doing is having right now, because I've been on it for about a week, I'm taking about half in the morning, then I have my coffee, I'll drink that throughout the day, and then four o'clock, five o'clock, I'll actually take another one of these so that I have a boost of energy and creativity and a lack of procrastination when I get back home, when I've got to make food and get things going. So to go more on the story here of the human factor for me, I, throughout college, was kind of known as the guy who was always sick. Like I was always something. There was always something going on. I always had like a nasal thing. I always was out or, or didn't stay out as late or, or missed class a lot or work because I had a stomach thing and I had just a lot going on. I found out through many years and trying to find doctors um, that could figure out what was going on. And for a long time, I didn't figure it out. And I ended up finding out that lactose, dairy, was giving me horrible reactions. And it was very weird because I could have like a quiche one night with cheddar and it was delicious. And then the next night we'd go out and get ice cream, and I would be puking all night long. I would turn uh, like a shade of green, be in a lot of stomach pain for a while, and then just puke until I was empty. And that happened for a long time, and it was very scary. I didn't know what was going on. Luckily, me and my partner figured out a way to science the shit out of it, for a lack of a <laughs> better, uh, better term. And we went through the process of eliminating foods and dialing in was it the milk fats that I was allergic to or was it the lactose itself and we found out the lactose itself was the thing that I was allergic to so for a while I was taking you know a, a lactose aid pill with it but I found that it's really hard to just have a little bit of dairy <laughs> so I would just it would just get less and less effective over time to the point where then I would be going to say like a family event at a place where they're actually you know, there is no lactose option. It's gotten a lot better over the years. But basically, would eat something, mix it with alcohol, and it was just horrible. So this brought me to where I found out that I really just needed to cook all my food, especially with lactose and it being such a contact allergy. It's something that I need to be careful with, and I and I wanted to get to a place where I was not a burden on somebody else and that I could also invite people over and have them have delicious meals. You know, I don't want to eat uh, not good-tasting food, so I now cook every meal. Now, it's a lot of work, and I could not do it alone. If Sarah wasn't helping me with a lot of this stuff, especially the planning of this stuff, uh, I would be very lost. I would be eating the same thing. I would go back to a really old thing where it was like peanut butter and jelly every night. <laughs> just just uh, food has you know, it, it, it's just like, get it in, get it in there, give me the energy, and let's move on. 
Uh, but I've come a long way. We've made some really delicious stuff to the point where, you know, I think maybe long term, you know, if this works out, I'll pro- I'll probably get into some kind of cooking of something. But that's well, that's here. That's nor neither here nor there. We're here to talk about the the human factor. So, food allergies have been a big thing. I ended up because for some reason it was, even with insurance, extremely difficult to get my primary care doctor to find somebody who could run an allergy test. It was just, it was just friction of a system that just is not working. I think many of us can relate to that. So. I ended up finding a doctor who was running tests independent. I wasn't his patient, but he would run the tests. And they actually sent, this is um, during the pandemic, actually. I ended up getting this test, found out that not only, you know, the dairy thing, I'm actually, the lactose, I'm not allergic to dairy, but I know the lactose, and the the blood tests confirm that. Uh, I also found out that I'm allergic to wheat and gliadin, which helps... uh, bread rise, and gluten. So uh, a pizza is a death pizza for me. Uh, but I've there's amazing alternatives. There's, you know, uh, this is the best time to be allergic to those two things. And through this journey, I've learned so much about the quality of food, the things that are put on our foods. And I also have had a really big journey in my own personal and like mental health in college being an aerospace engineer and not not having typical learning style I struggled a lot and I was under a lot of stress at the school where I was at it was all engineers and I I struggled a lot with insecurity around that about being in this smart place where I did not feel smart um and I was doing very well in the space-heavy classes, the really hard stuff I was doing, and, and the really interesting stuff, I was doing really well. A lot of the basic classes where I didn't understand the full reason why we were taking this class, the big why, I struggled really hard. So for me, um, I think I've always been this way, but I fell into some addictive, uh, I have an addictive personality from what I could tell. I was smoking cigarettes about a pack a day for uh, quite a few years, all through college. Um, And then in the last few years of that, this is, uh, let's see, 2014 was the last time that I, October of 2014 was the last time I smoked a cigarette. And that was extremely difficult. Um, I was hopelessly addicted to cigarettes. And what got me out of it was learning more about the brain and how people who are addicts, how does their brain work? How how do you learn to take control of your brain? I've listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of books surrounding stress management and meditation, which has been huge for me, and breathing techniques. So I've gone from a pack and a half a day because my addiction was so bad that I didn't want to run out of cigarettes before I went to sleep because the gas station down the street would be uh, closed. So I needed to make sure that I had a half a pack and then bought a pack that I could open halfway through the day and 
then I didn't have to get it at night. It it was it was a lot. It was a lot. And I I I use a notebook for um keeping track of my thoughts. I've gotten better and better at it over the years. I carry a small one with me all the time with a little with a little pen. And at that time I was working full time, but I still hadn't graduated on time. Uh for those that are new, I took about seven years to graduate for my undergraduate degree. Uh, no shame in saying that. I was working full-time after, you know, my junior year at a uh, injection molding shop. Westminster Tool, shout-out in Plainfield, Connecticut. The Coombs family, they took me in uh, when I was this addicted, insecure aerospace engineer who was not going to graduate on time and need to get some experience because I found in projects and group work Working with people, I was great. By myself, I just didn't know what skills I needed to, to learn. So for me, it was a lot about you know the, the people that I'm working with and understanding and answering the why for myself. Why am I working on this? Why am I doing this? And I learned a lot about just making things uh, in injection molding. And it was around that time where I was writing in, in a notebook because I was an R&D engineer doing um, aerospace composite work. And I would write in this notebook when I just was in full addiction, depression at the time too, and I didn't even realize it. Um, I was just hiding everything, packing it down. And uh, I was writing in this notebook about how I couldn't stop. I had probably tried to quit multiple times, had multiple ear infections, not good, folks. <laughs> so I had a lot of antibiotics um, that basically killed the microbiome in my gut. And so I was in rough shape around 23, 24 years old. And I ended up having an ear infection and having to take steroids for the ear infection and uh, antibiotics and I couldn't smoke on it. I remember looking it up because I had to look it up so I could tell myself I, I, I didn't smoke because that's how addicted I was. I would smoke even as I was like, I had a cold and I would start to get better. I was smoking as soon as I could smoke a cigarette. So not good. <laughs> not smart decisions. Uh, again, going back to the whole purpose of this segment, the human factor, I was so focused on not feeling insecure about my own intelligence and about this degree that I wanted in aerospace engineering, um, that I wasn't taking care of myself, which would have put me in a better spot to learn. Um, and then also, as I was learning about my mind to get over my addiction, I had this beautiful opportunity where I didn't, I couldn't smoke for at least two weeks. And I was a mess because the steroids were making me crazy. I luckily had an amazing person who was my mentor at the time who was working at the same place and we were doing like a training. So we were, I, you know, I was driving to Connecticut every single day. So a lot of driving, a lot of physical just atrophy of my body, three hours a day driving for the only job that I could find, you know, this kid without the aerospace engineering degree uh it was it was some special times and i'm at this hotel staying for the week as we're doing this training and i remember 
just having to talk with her about how just crazy it was. She had smoked, so she was sharing what was going on in my body and like what it was doing to me every time I smoked. Um, and what I ended up finding was that I took that addictive energy after those two weeks. I took that energy and put it into something else, and that was podcasting at the time. So I'm here today, almost 10 years later, having not smoked a cigarette and don't plan on smoking a cigarette. I don't have as many of those dreams anymore where I buy a pack of cigarettes and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I'm smoking a cigarette. That that happens few and far between, although I'm sure because I talked about this, I may have one. I am 10 years from this because I started to learn about how my brain worked. That found me uh, to the point where I started learning about flow state, which is really amazing that Magic Mind is our sponsor because it really does connect all the way back then, that journey, like about, about 10 years ago. So, again, today's space 20 for 20% off. <laughs> it's really amazing how far I've come. I've I've gotten to the point where I learned about my food allergies. We've been eating good food, cooking good food, uh, and that's a whole other whole other thing that I think relates to so many different people. Uh, I found out about my learning style and found that I have many, 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 many ADHD tendencies. I'm not going to say that I am ADHD because I don't know. I have not gotten tested. But as an adult at this point, I don't think that I'm going to get a pass on that. Although, uh, looking into the research, I'm convinced that I certainly have uh, a bit of it. Uh, so, <laughs> um, a lot of the stuff in here in Magic Mind is actually stuff that I've been looking at, non-pharmaceutical ways to uh, make sure that my dopamine is actually being uh, fired so that my memory actually works. Um, but that's a, that's a podcast for a whole other episode. Um, flow state is something that's really magical, and I have really structured my life around being able to do these creative things like the podcast, like the 3D printing lab that we have, EG3D, and promoting space and science. I also, you know, the 3D printing lab also helped me find my day job where I work at a 3D printing company. I work with metals and composites and sand and so many different things, resin. And then I have printers at home that I get to work on. I'm, I'm constantly in a flow state. I think that's part of why I love uh, Magic Mind. But I've learned a lot along the ways, including some behavioral stuff that I can learn about how to best put my learning style into real life to be constantly learning, humble about the fact that I don't know something, which I think is is truly scientific. And I've also spent a lot of time working on my skills in under in communicating science, but also in working with people and being able to bridge the gap between, say, a super technical engineer and a straightforward salesperson who's trying to understand what the product offers and how they're going to sell it. I've, I've found my own little niche in that way. So 
needless to say, there is a lot that we're going to talk about throughout this Human Factor series. So what I'd love to know is what your journey for wellness is, whether you're just starting it, whether this is some kind of tiny bit of you know inspiration that's going to get you to take the first step. Reach out to us, todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. Email us. We'd love to hear what you're doing or what you'd like to do. We're going to take your recommendations on like what you'd like us to cover on The Human Factor. We've got a lot of things that we were thinking about, at least just from like our perspective of what would be useful. So there's, you know, cooking all your food, like how healthy is that? What can you do for that? Especially with our little, uh, well, major uh, factor of food allergies, we've gotten really good at working around that and taking a recipe that's not allergy friendly and making it into something delicious um meditation has been a huge part of my stress management attention-based behavioral tools i learned that helped me really access my attention span addiction again i kind of talked a lot about that this week i think that's a big thing and we can talk about that microplastics getting blood work inflammation there's a lot that we can cover here on the podcast. And I, I'd love to know what you think. So hit us up, todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Today in Space on TikTok, Today in Space Pod on X and Instagram. And head over to todayinspace.net to check out what we're doing. And don't forget our sponsor, Magic Mind. Truly, a weekend has already changed my caffeine intake in, in a large way. And for me... Caffeine is what helps a lot of those ADHD tendencies stay focused. And the fact that I that my heart rate is lower on average, the fact that I'm not as dehydrated throughout the day, and the fact that I'm not very jittery right before I go to bed, it's been huge. So magicmind.com slash today in space. Use the code today in space 20 for 20% off. And get up to 50%, 56% off on a subscribe order and bring this down to well below a cup of coffee a day. Who knows? It might even replace it for you. At the very least, you'll drink less, feel better, and that's what the human factor is all about. So thanks for joining us on this new episode of Today in Space. We hope you had a good time. Spread love and spread science, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today in Space. See ya.